Hey everyone, you're listening to On the House with Spartan, an ad-free podcast brought to you by a full-service turnkey company. I'm your host, Lindsay Davis, CEO and co-founder of Spartan Invest. On this show, we talk about all things real estate, from market patterns, industry insight, construction, property management, and other investment avenues. We hope you'll join as we dive into today's episode of On the House with Spartan. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to On the House with Spartan Invest. So we at Spartan, we wanted to make our process information as easy to understand and as available for any investor wanting to learn more about us, about the turnkey industry. I mean, that is the sole reason for this entire podcast. But we're going to jump out of that for just a moment and talk about inflation. Now, I mean, you may be sick about hearing it, and I know you're tired of it affecting your wallet. Um, However, understanding inflation and how it can be beneficial to real estate investors is very important, especially right now. So we're going to break from our process and pick right back up in a few weeks after we talk, um, after we spend some time and talk about inflation, interest rates, and kind of what we're seeing in the market. So our Discussion today is how real estate is it's often touted as a good hedge against inflation. But what particular attributes of this asset class kind of make this the case? So we're going to spend some time talking about that. So let's start with current inflation headlines. Okay, they're worrying. And a lot of Americans are feeling the effects everywhere. And the price of nearly every single good and service from groceries to used cars to sheet metal, airfare. I mean, it keeps surging. I mean, with no end in sight. So uh, just even as evidence of this, the consumer price index, the CPI hit 8.6% in May of 2022. I mean, that marks the highest year over year increase since December 1981. Just to break it down even further, I mean, you're now paying 10% more for food today than you were only a year ago. You're paying uh, 34.5% more for energy. Uh, It's almost 6% more for shelter, 7% more for transportation. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, Though the Fed agrees that a moderate inflation rate of 2% is healthy for the economy, uh, most economists and policymakers concur that higher rates of, quote, walking inflation, annual price increases between uh, 3 and 10% are harmful for consumers and businesses and investors. So let's, why? Why is inflation so high right now? Um, well, unfortunately, there's not one single culprit. At least part of this spike in prices can be attributed to the the pent-up demand, right, that was unleashed during the post-pandemic economic reopening. So due to the massive stimulus packages that were passed uh, during COVID-19 pandemic, I mean, Americans had $4.2 trillion in excess savings as we entered into 2022. So when the economy picked back up, people just had a lot of money to spend, which which was a good thing um, until all the new money in the system just fueled a oversupply of demand, leading to high rates of inflation that, that we're seeing today. This can be troubling when your income doesn't necessarily pace with inflation. 
um, as the purchasing power, uh, you know, of our dollar, I mean, it declines, you won't be able to afford many of those goods and services that you previously did. So with that said, there, there are solutions to this situation. For instance, uh, one of the most effective ways to protect yourself against rising prices is your own inflation-proof assets that, that help generate those ever-increasing cash flows um, that can match or even exceed the rate of inflation. While inflation index bonds are a possible candidate, uh, real estate investments arguably provide the best hedge against inflation of, of any asset class out there. So, and we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about why. For starters, rental income growth, it, it typically tends to, to keep with the pace of inflation, in part because of a strong and um, just inherent demand for shelter that gives landlords the pricing power uh, necessary to routine, routinely raise rates. Um, and, and similarly, uh, properties tend to appreciate in both nominal and real terms. So likewise, investors can benefit from the fact that inflation whittles away at the liabilities like mortgages and other liens. So let's talk about how it, how it does this. Okay, first, number one, first, the first way, you have an upward pressure on rents. And, and we're seeing that today. Real estate is first and foremost the, a good hedge against inflation because rents are easily adjustable. Most tenants living in single-family rental properties will sign uh, term-ending leases, making it pretty easy for investors and landlords to apply those rent increases at the end of each lease. In fact, I mean, inflation may uh, make this process even easier for landlords since inflation also leads to wage growth. Uh, you know, tenants are left with larger discretionary budgets, even if their purchasing power kind of remains stagnant and they may tolerate a, a little bit more aggressive rent hikes than they would in periods of little to no inflation. I mean, the, the national median asking rent climbed above 2000 for the first time in history just last month, and that is in, in May of 2022, and it's likely to uh, keep heading higher from there. Okay, the second way is the appreciating property values. The rate at which uh, U.S. real estate appreciate also pretty much keeps pace with inflation, making it um, a good shield against rising prices. And, and this can be attributed to two different factors, uh, the appreciating value of land and, I mean, the growing cost of improvements. Uh, the, the nuances surrounding the kind of art and science of appraising raw land is, is pretty difficult to understand. But basically, the reason why land holds value and often appreciates in real terms over kind of the long run is, is pretty simple, and that land is scarce. You know, uh, as Mark Twain famously said, hey, buy land. They're, they ain't making any more of it. Um, but however, the, the other half of real estate, the, the buildings, the structures, and other improvements built on top of that land also play a crucial role in inflation-proofing this asset class. Specifically, while, you know, already constructed improvements can often depreciate over time, the replacement costs of those improvements, the cost to build brand new and identical structure uh, from scratch typically increases as input costs rise over time. 
So this is evident in the obviously current economy and housing market where building materials went up by 8% at the start of 2022. And and we all felt the lumber spikes up to as much as 45% increases throughout 2021. Partially um, as a result of this, you know, we've we've seen the median home price increase to 428,000 in Q1 of 2022 from just, you know, 370,000 in Q1 of 2021. I mean, that's a $59,000 jumper. That's about 16% increase. So as the cost of, you know, materials and labor go up, they, they make new and existing properties more expensive. Uh, rising construction costs may help put the brakes on pace of new development, and that would also just lead to a further limiting supply of, of the housing stock. In May of 2022, for example, the housing construction declined by 14.4%, the most we've seen since the beginning of the pandemic. I mean, the, the shortage of fresh inventory uh, coupled with the steady increasing demand, you know, it also puts that upward pressure on the value of new and existing homes. The third reason why real estate is such a good hedge against inflation is because of its intrinsic value. Shelter is a basic need, and people will always need a roof over their heads regardless of how the economy is faring. And and as the, the population continues to increase, so will the demand for housing. This is also reflected in the the continuous rise of the U.S. population, which uh, grew by 0.57, so less than 1% in 2022, um, and nearly 6% in the last decade. I mean, on top of that, interest rates, they're also soaring right alongside inflation, which I'm I'm sure you know, which is causing the the 30-year fixed mortgage rates to also rise above 6%. Uh, we've seen with the rapid rise uh, in cost of borrowing, you know, prospective home buyers are putting off their their purchasing ambitions. Uh, just just for instance, over fifty percent of millennial Americans say that they are wary of home buying due to the debt. I mean, this means that there many will remain renters for the time being, pushing up that demand for rental properties and and providing property owners with. Um, an ever-growing, you know, pool of pretty highly qualified tenants. The fourth way that a real estate is kind of inflation-proof is is eroding your mortgage burden. So if you purchase your rental property using a fixed-rate mortgage, you're going to repay your lender the principal amount plus the interest rate that remains constant throughout the lifetime of the loan, which usually spans between 5 and 30 years. In other words, you'll basically make level monthly payments for the duration of your loan period, regardless of inflation rates. However, on the flip side, your rental income will keep growing in tandem with inflation, as we discussed earlier. So as a result, your debt effectively becomes easier to service as inflation increases. So, I mean, on the contrary, if you buy a property with an adjustable rate mortgage, you pay a low initial interest rate for a set number of years. When the introductory period lapses, your interest rate will fluctuate based on the underlying interest rate index. During inflationary periods, your adjustable rate mortgage um, interest rate will rise considerably and you'll end up, you know, making a lot heftier monthly mortgage payments. 
for this reason, the the vast majority of uh, borrowers prefer the fixed rate home loans, and over ninety percent of mortgages outstanding today are are the fixed rate. So let's use an example to illustrate how a thirty year fixed mortgage would work. Okay, so get out your pen and paper, or actually just your smartphone, and do this with me. Unless you're driving a car, then don't. So let's say you buy a $250,000 house. You're borrowing 80% of the purchase price, let's say at an interest rate of 3.5%. Man, we wish we could, we, we want that back, right? <laughs> but using, a, just for easy math, using a mortgage calculator, uh, don't try to do that math in your head, um, just go to Google, you determine that your monthly loan payments, principal plus interest, will be approximately $900, this will be your, your monthly payment for the remainder of that entire 30-year life of the loan. So now let's look at, the, at your rents. Let's see what your rents look like if adjusted for a 3% annual inflation rate. So, I mean, to keep things simple, suppose you're able to fetch a very respectable $2,000 per month in gross rents um, on your $250,000 property. That's pretty... That would be pretty standard in Alabama. And just for easy podcast math, that you incur no operating expenses. You own real estate, you know you will, but just for easy math so we can gauge um, how inflation benefits. So based on this rent and inflation rate inputs, your rent will grow from 2000 to approximately 4850 by the end of your mortgage loan. And when you compare this amount with your monthly mortgage payment of still just the $900, you'll wind up, I mean, with substantial cash flows, especially towards the, the tail end of your loan's term, all because your debt is fixed. The main assumption, of course, is that your operating expenses, which we didn't factor into consideration here, also remain fixed at any given percentage of your gross income. Uh, so basically... As you see, the, the dollar value decreases with inflation. Your debt's going to stay the same, which means that you'll owe less year over year. That the money will be easier to service. And in what about the, the value of your home? If we factor in that same 3% rate of appreciation on your quarter million dollar investment property, your home will be worth approximately 600000 by the end of the loan period. And that's what we spend a lot of time at Spartan trying to get investors to look at the, the long-term benefits of real estate. A lot of people look at the here, now, what's my cash flow today? Look at the 30-year. Look at what your property just went from 250000 to being worth 600000 What's the takeaway here? Big picture takeaway. Uh, while inflationary periods, and they're not a fun time for most people. You can make the, the best out of your situation by purchasing assets that inflation-proof your income and, and your wealth. And of all the choices out there, you know, real estate investments, they're perhaps your best bet. Thanks so much for tuning in and uh, tune in next week or in the next couple of weeks as we talk more about the real estate market and um, it's cooling off interest rates and everything we're seeing. And that's on the house. Thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review and subscribe. If you want to learn more, check us out online at SpartanInvest.com. Until next time, this is On the House with Spartan.